Welcome to the Content Amplified Podcast, brought to you by Masset. Our goal is to help you get more from your marketing content. Each episode is a 10 to 15 minute interview with industry experts that share amazing insights to help you squeeze as much juice from your content as you possibly can. Here's today's interview. Welcome back to another episode of Content Amplified. Today we have a really good discussion queued up and I'm really excited for the subject. I have early experience in my career with this subject, but as of late, I have to admit I'm not as up to date on it. So I'm excited to get a refresher course. Uh, today we have Morgan on the podcast. Morgan, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. You bet. Morgan, before we dive into the subject, if you could just take a minute and explain your background, your passions in marketing, things like that, I think that'll help us set the stage for today. I'm the director of performance marketing at Clutch, um, the leading marketplace of B2B service providers. You know, if you're looking for a web designer, mobile app developer, or IT services provider, kind of run the gamut in terms of like what we offer, but looking to help you find um, the right provider in a short amount of time. In terms of what I do at Clutch, it's predominantly like I still oversee the SEO side of the house, content side of the house, paid side of the house. Obviously, I'm in a lot of things, uh, but before Clutch, I worked at a small um, agency out of the Chicago area and kind of doing just that actually really worked for a wide variety of B2B and B2C clients, um, kind of ran the gamut from nonprofit to SaaS to some really specific niche providers, like anything from like crime scene cleanup to uh, like a executive search consultancy that was very specific to nursing and like, uh, like C-suite. So like very all over the place, which is really fun. And and really got to do a lot of uh, different things and really had to learn fast and like experience so many different problems, honestly, that has really helped me in my in-house position. You know, it's like I've kind of in most cases, you know, I still find some surprises that I've never encountered. But uh, a lot of that experience really prepped me for the job that I have now. And um, I would say like before that nonprofit stuff. So really done it all. Nonprofit, agency, in-house. It's been all over the place. That's exciting. I feel like there's a lot of good stories in that history, especially like crime cleanup. I'm sure that would be a riveting. You could have like the true true crime marketing content podcast episode at some point. I think that would be fascinating. Pretty crazy conversations. And I would I definitely like have to tell my husband, like, if you look at my search history right now, I just know that I love you and this is not about <laughs> you at all. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. I, uh, I've listened to many books where they they talk about, hey, as an author of, of crime novels, please don't ever look at my search history. I promise it's just for my book and things like that. So it makes a lot of sense. Yep. Um, today's subject, performance marketing, by the way, I love that title. I feel like everyone, even if it's not in your title, should consider themselves a performance marketing individual because it is everything in marketing is about performance. And uh, I think there's a lot of elements that get combined in that. But I, I love the title. I think it's super fitting. Today, we're going to talk about specifically platform-specific algorithms. There is an ever-changing landscape, regardless of what platforms you're using, of how you are getting traffic, how you're getting eyeballs, how things are being ranked. You know, most notably, you're going to have your Google algorithms and things like that. But even, you know, LinkedIn has algorithms and all the social platforms have algorithms and they're always changing. And as they change, there's always a need to adapt your marketing content to fit to the new needs of that particular platform. So we're going to dive into that. So 
Morgan, what platforms do you specifically focus on the most? And have you really seen like major pivots in content historically to kind of keep up with the algorithms? For me, it's it's going to lean more heavy on Google, of course, um, just from like where we're spending dollars paid and also just uh, the majority of our traffic to our site is very specific to Google. Of course, like there are some other players in the game, but uh, with it being such a heavy influence and, and a presence for our site and like the type of features and where they're coming from, that's predominantly where. I will just preface to say like you should know what's going on in other platforms but you shouldn't be an expert on all of them. So I, I would make that clear, like pick your lane, like don't try to be everything. Don't try to be the expert on Quora, you know, advertising, um, you know, if that's your thing, that's your thing, but like, don't try to do it all first and foremost. And if you're trying to go into something new, like tap an expert that really knows their stuff for that platform. Um, and so that's what we do a lot of. So I will like say, I'm not a social um, advertising expert. We don't typically do a lot of that. I have dabbled in that past. I've done a little bit of that but not as recent, you know, and if I haven't done it in the last year, I'm going to lean on an expert to really help to fill those gaps for me, bring me up to speed so that I know what I'm doing when uh, we decide to go into that avenue. We have a demand generation team member who really handles more of like the LinkedIn ads and stuff like that, but we work hand in hand together. And so uh, right now we're actually in discussions and talking about testing some other types of ads. And so they brought me in to be like, we need to bring you up to speed and what's changed and all that. But Google is always going to be, for me, uh, the, the biggest priority because of the nature and impact it has on our website. There's this uh, element that we were talking about before where you can proactively try to make sure that your content is prepped for any potential changes, you know, almost future proof your content. And then you can retroactively after the change has been done, figure out ways to update it. How do you approach those two different buckets to make sure that your content is always performing how it possibly can, even if the algorithms and in, in the landscape is changing? Right. So everyone's going to say, eat, you always got to make sure like do this. And like, yes, that's true. Um, but tactically, how do you evaluate that? So you should be doing like an analysis on your content pretty regularly. There should be someone, at least one person on your team that's like, that's their thing. And if it's not one, like it's spread out, like you have a clear defined roles and responsibilities of who's doing what and when and how frequent and all that. So that's sounds kind of boring, but it's necessary to get the job done, right? We look at metrics like engagement rate, which is kind of a newer thing for like specific to GA4 and like recommend reading that definition like three or four times over and making sure you know what it is and like how it's counted because GA4 is a like a, a beast for a lot of folks right now. So uh, look at engagement rate, look at average time on site. I haven't heard much positive feedback about GA4. <laughs> Most people have a love-hate relationship with it. Most people I know hate it. And especially on the agency side, it's just difficult. Uh, and I'll also say that our GA4 consulting page on the directory itself is like growing like gangbusters. And like, there's so many people <laughs> getting listed because nobody knows what they're doing except for these like really cerebral, like awesome folks that are like, we have like made it our thing to know GA4 now. And so that's a whole thing. But those are the two engagement met or the two metrics we really look at. And then just the age of like, how long has it been on? Like, make sure you're not like shooting yourself in the foot and like discounting a piece of content that just hasn't had the time on site to really perform and, and look at other platforms and like formats of like how something is performed. We do have some video that we put out there. So we start to look and like, all right, like how's it performing on YouTube? Like what is the engagement on uh, the views? Like what kind of content is trending? Like what is it how-to content that's performing better than 
like this interview we did, like really assess what's working and what's not in the format and the venue and take stock. It's Q4. We're going to be doing it. We're doing a deep dive on like what worked, a postmortem, what worked, what didn't work. We do a lot of our own research and surveys. The topic that we chose for the survey that we spent money on, like, was it good enough? Did we get enough out of it? Did we put it in enough channels? Was the format right? Those are things that you really have to do consistently and regularly. Yeah, I love the the deep dive, the, you know, here are the questions we have to ask about our own performance and the content. We have to be critical of ourselves in taking a deep dive and saying, okay, cool. How do we, what, how do we move forward? Because again, the landscape changes every single year, you know, competition gets better. Chat GPT comes out and there's waves of new content. There's all sorts of stuff like that. So if you're wanting to stay on top, you know, specifically of the Google algorithm, are there any good resources that you can recommend or channels to go out there and, and really make sure that, you know, you don't have to be the in-house expert, but at least you can follow a handful of them to make sure you're aware of the changes and possible recommendations? I think this one's pretty common. At least I hope it is. And if it isn't, it really should be on your list. But Search Engine Journal, um, they don't just do Google. They will also let you know what's going on, on the search side, like LinkedIn, ABBA updates. Those are pretty timely. I will say that like Twitter or X or whatever it's called now is still like the the, the place where you're going to learn first. Uh, like you should be connecting with other like-minded marketers. If you're an SEO, you need to go find who's talking about SEO, like who's giving really niche advice, go follow them. If you're into PPC, do that. I follow like a really good like community of people that I've met at conferences um, or that I just like like what they have to say. And they're usually really on it. And I'm like, I'm noticing volatility and like, here's what's going on. And it's like, we think it's an update coming. It hasn't even been, been formally announced and we're already hearing about it, right? Yeah. And then you'll see the formal announcement and, can, and really dig in. But a couple that come to mind, uh, Dave Gerhardt is great. Like B2B marketing, that's like really a great place to go to. And he has a lot of good things to say and let you know what you can do tactically to like make some advancements in like your playbook. Uh, Anne Hanley, really great content marketer. I saw her in person at Content Marketing World recently and she's a really great speaker and she knows her stuff she's really involved with like the ai conversation right now it's like that's a person you can definitely lean on and then kaylee larkin um she has her own agency i think she just went in-house for a and i forget the name uh but an analytics e-commerce uh company and she is really great at like synthesizing super complex things like conversion tracking and like what's going on with like safari and those all those things that are getting stripped out of like how you can advertise which is crucial for e-com. So like e-com's your thing. It's not even my thing, but I still follow her because there's relevant, like tangible things that I can take away. One thing I would, if from my experience to add my two cents when you're looking for authentic people to follow, first of all, if you know someone that's good, like Morgan's recommendations, I immediately trust those recommendations and I would put a lot of value in that. If you're assessing it for yourself and you haven't received a recommendation, I personally look at the type of content and if they're sharing firsthand experience and firsthand data, it's really easy in today's social media and website landscape to just regurgitate content, make up content, fake content, whatever it may be. But the people that really know their stuff are more than willing, they'll show you screenshots of their Google Analytics. They will show you specific stories about how things have changed and all of that. Those are the kinds of people I found to be more authentic, trustworthy, and really up to date on things. If they can't share that content, most of the time they're getting it from some other source and regurgitating it and things like that. And you're not getting the right uh, resource. So we got time for one more question. Uh, again, this goes by super quick. And so it's, it's super fascinating. 
Any last recommendations when it comes to how do I make sure my content is worthy working the best with, you know, any kind of a platform, even though the landscape's changing, any last recommendations for anyone really trying to make sure their content is spot on and it's getting the performance that they're hoping for when they rely on some other outside system to rank it, show it, display it, whatever it may be. Any last recommendations? Uh, I hate to like plug a tool because there's so many great ones and like your marketing should be is so much more than use of a tool. But I would also advise like get some heat mapping, you know, installed on on like a particular page if you have questions about like if it's a page where, you know, there's different page types and it really just depends. But um, if you've got a long form piece of content and you've got, you know, it's drip, the objective is to drive to a very specific CTA or conversion and you're not seeing the performance that you expected and you thought it was like a killer topic and don't just don't understand what's happening. Installing something like uh, heat mapping could be like Hotjar. There's a couple other products out there that do the same thing. Understand how far that like page scroll, which you can also still add that conversion elsewhere, but you can actually see the recorded conversions and people that are on your site and where they're going where they're clicking and maybe they're skipping over your information. Other thing I would recommend is Winter. Winter is a, I'm probably going to butcher it, but to me it's a copy testing platform where you can go in and very quickly without having to do this huge qualitative study or this like survey uh, of respondents or like this huge interview process with your clients, which you should do that at some point anyway, but you can't always do it. Don't always have time, right? You can plug in the landing page or whatever page you're really wanting to get information from and like test the copy against real people and marketers or or your specific group that you're targeting and get that real-time feedback so you're able to make adjustments really quickly. And you'll know what works and what doesn't pretty quick. I love it. Perfect. Well, Morgan, thank you for taking the time and sharing your expertise. I have learned a lot and have a lot of things on my list that I need to continue to update and kind of stay on top of. If anyone here wants to continue the conversation, how do they get in touch with you online? Feel free to find me on LinkedIn. I'm pretty easy to find. Otherwise, if you're interested in checking out Clutch, please do so. It's clutch.co. There you go. And we'll link to both of those in our social media releases in the show notes. So Morgan, thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll try to have you back on for that true crime content podcast episode sometime. That sounds great. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Content Amplified Podcast. Please subscribe and leave us a review. And for additional ways to get more out of your content, visit our website at getmasset.com. That's getmasset.com. And tune in next time to the Content Amplified Podcast.